Hello everyone, Baruch Hashem, and welcome to the podcast. The topic of today is going to be, why is life so hard? Why is everything so difficult? Why can't things just be easy? Why can't I win a lottery ticket with $100 million and, you know, buy myself everything that I need to sustain myself throughout however many years I'm going to live and my future generations are going to be taken care of? And everything will just be good, right? Don't we all wish that could happen? Wouldn't that make life so much easier? Well, unfortunately, the answer is no. Um, When Hashem designed and created the universe, He designed it with a system. You know, many people may not know this, but at the creation of the world, life was not supposed to be hard. Life was supposed to be easy, and there wasn't supposed to be death and sorrow and tragedy. When Adam and Eve, when they ate from the tree, that's what introduced difficulty and, and hard work into the world. Everything was supposed to be easy, but obviously God trusted that with the, He trusted that you know with us, and we, we failed by eating from the tree. That's the sin that we're basically working to fix all these years later. Um, yeah. I think in our current generation, life is really difficult, but I want to introduce enlightenment, maybe a more positive way to look at things. There are certain types of people in this world that they'll take all all the difficulties of life and they'll simply crumble under it and they won't be able to handle it. And that's, that's a false, it's a, it's a, it's a false rooted self belief that you can't do this. All the difficulties of life are there in order to make you a better person. Obviously, if you could handle that $100 million lottery ticket, then Hashem would give it to you because it would, it would show, it, Him giving it to you would show that you can handle it. But, you know, money obviously is, is the biggest test ever. God doesn't just give you money to, you know, spend it on nice things. You're supposed to give majority of your money away to help the universe. Right? So... Let's say, for example, people suffer through many things in life, you know, even even something as small as decision making. That's why the Torah is, is built with so many different, you know, things that you can practice in Judaism to make your life better. Prayer, learning, education, learning divine wisdom from God, um, you know, positive thinking, giving everything to Hashem, all these different ideas. They're not merely practices just to do them to solidify that you're a Jew. They are, but they're also ways to make your life easier. You know, wouldn't life be a lot easier if we just applied what we knew? Because a lot of us are smart. We know things and details in Judaism, but we don't apply them. Prayer is there to help you get through a difficult time. Because when you're suffering from anxiety or depression or any mental health disorder or you're suffering from something real you know you need to pay a bill you need money you you have kids the the health problems cancer there's so many different things in this world that that make life difficult but if you notice the people who overcome difficult times become stronger people and then their next test is harder than the one before. 
And as the years progress, they become stronger and stronger. That is a proof that the reason why life is hard is to make us stronger people. And we're so lucky to be Jewish. And for the non-Jews not even listening, you can open the Torah and read it yourself. Torah comes from the word Hora, instructions. If you learn Talmud and Halakha and Navi and Chumash and all these different books and you just learn from it, even on a simple level, it doesn't have to be so deep. And if you don't want to open the book and study, then go online and listen to, listen to classes. There are so many classes that, that basically hit every single topic in life. From money to relationships to letting go of things to improving things to giving God a reason to give you more. Things are hard. For women, it could be covering their, covering their hair when they're married and maybe keeping Shabbat. The main, the main difficulty for women is modesty because women want to look and feel good, right? And, and it's hard to do that. Obviously, nowadays, it's a lot easier to make dressing modest um, um, something that's, that looks good. But let alone, a woman wants to look and feel good. A woman has to realize and recognize that she's the daughter of a king. And a daughter of a king won't necessarily dress in a mini skirt and high heels and everything out. And the perfect example of that is Queen Elizabeth, who just passed away recently this year. You know, she was a Goya, and look at how she dressed. Everything so perfectly designed. And she dressed very nice, if anything, but she dressed modest. Everything covered, and everything looking good and modest, because she believed that she was the queen. Uh, how much more so us as Jews, we're literally, we, are, we actually are you know, kings and queens and prince and princesses. But the, re- the problem is we just don't know that. We don't know that our Father in Heaven is, is doing things for us to, is give, making us struggle to become better people. And the moment that we flip the hard, hard time to a lesson and difficulty to in, in, in a, in a, an opportunity to become strong is the moment that everything opens up for us. Because everybody wants a better life, but the moment that you give up and you fall into literally anything and you just constantly meditate on the negative points in life is the moment that is the moment that God gives up on you. If you want Hashem to believe in you, you have to believe in yourself. Hashem believes in you regardless, but mainly the world. If you want the world to accept you and to believe in you, then you have to believe in yourself and you have to accept yourself. The most important thing is to just be okay with being you and being kind and compassionate to yourself. It's one of the most important things. You need to just accept your life for what it is and build from there. Accept the problems for what they are and just build from there. And obviously, if you want to achieve something, you have to be consistent. Every day is a new is a new test and every day is a new opportunity to plant seeds. And I've seen in my own life, things that I was consistent in and never gave up on, after a while, it just came together for me. It's because I built it up. Now, for for somebody else to come in to replicate what I did, is it possible? Yes. Anybody can do what I did, but you have to start. Because definitely, you're not going to post a video online and and just blow up in one one day and, and and accomplish the same amount of of success. It doesn't work that way. It takes time. 
yes, you have people that post the videos and they went viral overnight. You have those few stories. I, I believe it's possible, but it takes time for anything to build. Not just becoming a viral TikTok star, but if you want to become, if you want to open a business or you want to become a doctor, let's say, you need to go to college. Things take time for a reason. It takes time for us to become strong and to manifest things and to slowly, slowly, you know, push our part into the universe, which is a very deep concept of, of putting, you know, when you accept the responsibility of I'm going to do A, B, and C, now the universe has to find a way to make it work. And that takes time to ease your part into the universe. You know, empires weren't built overnight. It took time for the world to acknowledge it and for it to actually become. Right? So back to the main question, why is life so hard? Life is so hard. No one's taking away from the difficulty of life, but life is hard to build you. Life is hard to make you a better version of you because that's what it's all about. It's not about you dedicating your time to the wrong people. It's about dedicating your time to yourself. And if you're in a situation where you're putting in so much time to someone else, then that's wrong. I have a very simple formula that I use in my own life to know if a relationship is good for me or not. Am I feeling good? We can get into all the details and what is he doing, what is she doing, how is it operating. All those details are very long and descriptive and it could be spoken about for hours. But in short, if life is about growth, am I feeling good from this situation or am I feeling drained from it? Am I feeling like it's getting me to a better consciousness and a better place in my own life and, and improving my life, improving improving my breathing, improving how I'm feeling, improving overall things, or is it draining me? It's a very simple formula. One plus one is two. Do I feel good? Am I growing? Then it's good. If I don't feel good and I'm declining, then it's probably not a good relationship for me. And it's not like that just for relationships. It's like that with anything. If you're in a business that you're making tons of money, but you feel like your, your, your moral compass is declining, then it's probably not a good business for you. Everything has to be overall good or else we subject, we subject ourselves to lower standards of living and then that's what happens in the Western world where we justify what we do because it's accomplishing something good, but it's, it's, killing, some, it's killing people in the process. Not literally always killing people, but sometimes it is killing people. I don't want to go into examples because I don't want to offend anybody listening, but you probably know what I'm talking about if, if I made you think about a couple things with what I just said. What you're doing has to have not only a good end goal, but also has to have a good process where you're growing in the process. If you're working a job that doesn't permit you to be a religious person, like to go to pray and to and to um, learn every day and it's too, too much of a job and everything, then it's not a good job for you. Hashem doesn't need 12, you to work 12 hours to give you an income. You can work a lot less and make a lot more. But the only difference is you're incorporating God into your life. When you have a schedule every day, your first priority has to be, is Hashem going to be in my life today? Do I wake up with shul? Do I end my day with shul? Do I, have, do I learn every day? Do I wear tzitzit? Do I feel embarrassed to practice my religion at my workplace? Does my workplace uh, make me have to lie to people and, and to tell them things that are going to make them want to buy things from me? Is, is my workplace involved with, with immorality and women that aren't dressed modest? Is, is there one like that at my workplace? There are so many details that go into making a living. And the same thing with a relationship. Do I really want to be with this person so I'm willing to give away a piece of myself in the process? There's no such thing as, 
as, as, as sacrificing yourself in a relationship. There is sacrifice. There is sacrificing sometimes your own needs for the other person's needs. But that's something like spending, choosing to spend a night with them as opposed to, you know, spending a night with your friends because then that, that person is the priority. But that's only after you, you, have, you decided that she checks out or he checks out your criteria. If you're looking for religious, good person, uh, financially stable, at least not super rich, but financially stable, and with the promise that Hashem will help, if you have to have a certain criteria of what you're looking for. It doesn't have to be the best person in the world, but it has to be someone that has potential to grow. But if the person, if you're looking for religious and the person's not religious, you shouldn't be giving up what you want just to be with this person, because that's going to lead to you declining. And how does it connect to life being hard? Because the more that we make decisions that aren't good for us, Hashem is going to make our lives harder to wake us up. Because we're not supposed to be in that relationship or that business. Hashem is trying to snap you out of it by making it hard for you. Sometimes when life is hard, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a sign that you shouldn't be doing this if that, because it's so hard. If it feels so hard, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Should it be hard? Yes, but there's a certain degree of difficulty you need to endure. Because sometimes it feels like you can't do it because maybe you shouldn't do it. Maybe you shouldn't keep trying to make a relationship work or to make this business work. Is it a kosher business? Is it a kosher relationship? If it is, then fine, go at it. You know, Speak with your local rabbi. But if something is so hard and it's not a kosher thing to begin with, then why are you trying so hard to make it work? Maybe, maybe God doesn't want it to work because you're only going to fall deeper and deeper. So these are very important things to think about. They're very, very important things to keep in your mind and to know. Everything you're doing, hopefully, has to be good. Are there situations where sometimes it always isn't, where it, where it always isn't the best and you make a mistake? Yes, fine, you're bound to make mistakes in life. That's the point where you have to incorporate being kinder to yourself. But if you're doing your best and you're repeating the same things every day and you're just not growing from it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. I don't want to go and tell people what to do and what not to do, but one thing we all know as Jewish people is that we know what we're doing and if it's a good thing or not. And even a non-Jewish person, we have, we have a certain amount of, of uh, what's the word? We have a certain amount of, of, of an ability to know and be honest with ourselves if what we're doing is good for the world or not, or good for ourselves or not. The minute that we get into justifying, everything just gets ruined. You're going to really feel the blessing in your life when you're doing things right. That's when you're going to feel Hashem, and that's when Hashem is going to be in your business. But the moment that we take things into our own hands and use the ego, which is easing God out of, your, out of our lives, is the moment that it loses its blessing. Hashem will still help you if you're doing the wrong things. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to have the divine assistance. You're not going to see miracles. Because in order to see a miracle, you have to truly, truly bring God into it. Because the Shekhinah, the, the presence of God, it runs away from things that aren't uh, aligned to what he wants. So the moment that you start cursing in a relationship and raising your voice and, and becoming self-centered and thinking the whole thing is about you, is the moment that Hashem is not going to help you. And if anything, you're going to lose that person because God's going to give them to someone else who's going to treat them better. 
And the same thing in business. The moment that you stop giving charity and you think you're making the money and it's not Hashem literally giving you what to think and putting in your mouth what to say and giving in your actions what to do. It's all God. God's running the show. We're just puppets being strung. That's all. By, by, by a string. You know, that's all it is. It's, it's not such a difficult equation. 100% we have to do our part every single day. We have to do our part. We have to try our best on our own level. Obviously, we all know the end goal, and that's to get to be, to to hit a certain amount of of uh, acceptance of religious duties on our lives. And that's only going to make our lives better. But it doesn't mean to get there tomorrow. Hashem is patient with you. If you're a girl and you want to become more modest, start with something. Instead of a mini skirt, wear a skirt that's a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer, and eventually you'll get there. If you don't keep Shabbat, keep at least Friday night. Keep an hour into Shabbat at least. You know, go to shul and don't touch your phone. Start with something. Something small. But be serious about it. Write it down. Make it make it in a way that you're able to actually get to the end goal, which is to keep Shabbat or to become modest or for a man to wear tzitzit. Wear tzitzit only in the morning and take it off. Like, start slow. I'm not, I'm not God forbid, encouraging... To, you know, only do half of it. No, I'm encouraging to start somewhere and brick by brick, the more that you build yourself endurance and stamina to, to become more religious, you'll get there. And that's something that we all know. We all know that if we go slow, we're going to get there in the end. But the question is, how many of us are actually willing to take it seriously and to actually make a difference? To actually take out a pen and paper right now and to say, hey, I'm struggling with this. And I want to do it. I really do. I want to I want to do it or stop it, whatever it is. But you have to plan out how am I going to do that? Let's say for a man, God forbid, that's wasting seed. No one's telling you to stop right away. It's very it's, it's the hardest thing for a man to overcome. But what I can tell you is and you probably know this already that if you overcome this, you can overcome anything in life because nothing is as hard as this. Nothing is as hard as this. Things are hard, but this is the toughest. And you know that my men listening to this podcast but start. If you do it once a day, cut it to once every two days. If you do it 10 times a day, cut it to nine. Start somewhere. Hashem sees your process. He sees your effort. Because life is like an escalator. If you're walking up the escalator, then eventually you'll get to the top. But the minute that you stop climbing the escalator, the escalator will slowly decline. So if you're not putting in any type of effort, even if it's a small amount of effort, then you're not going to grow. You have to put in the work. Life is about putting in the work. And the more that you put in the work and the more that you make it something that's important to you is the more that vice versa, vice versa. Hashem is going to make what's important to you important to Him because you're making what's important to Him important to you. That's measure for measure right there. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And the more that you just let things go is the more that your life is going to become harder and harder and harder. Is because you're not taking life seriously. We can't escape reality, you know? And many people, when you even talk about religion, they get right away turned off. They get scared. Either it's overwhelming, or either you have religious trauma, or whatever the story may be. But at a certain point, you're going to have to divorce the story and accept the reality. Because no one's saying what you feel or what you went through is not true. But what we're telling you is that, okay, you have religious trauma, accept that you have religious trauma and seek help for it. Seek help, talk to people, get a different view on what bothers you so much. 
you don't believe in God, it's your responsibility in your in your lifetime to search and to do a lot of research to see if he's true. You don't like being religious because some rabbi turned you off? Well, let me tell you something. That rabbi is going to be punished for what he did, number one. Number two, he's the representative of, of Judaism. He's representing the religion. Just because he's representing the religion doesn't mean that the religion is the way that he sought it to be. Your relationship with the religion is between you and God. That's it. Sometimes it's just like in dating. Sometimes, you know, like the parents are not so good, but the girl is really good. The parents may be representing the girl, but at the end of the day, you have to get to know the girl herself to know who she really is. You see the difference? So whatever problems you may have with religion, it's your responsibility to go and fix them and to stop with the victim mindset and to stop pointing fingers and to stop acting like a little kid. I'm sorry to say it. At a certain point in time, you just need to grow up. It's a simple two-letter word that can change your life. Grow up. Become a man or become a woman, whatever it is. Just don't become the other if you're on one side of the, <laughs> the pool. But at a certain point, you just need to grow up. Because there's only so much you can, you know, say, oh, it's him, it's her, it's me. It's, it's a victim mindset. You're, you're running away from reality. It's not going to get you anywhere. If you want to see real results and you want to see real growth and improvement, accept responsibility for your life face reality, stop sleeping in your bed till nine o'clock in the morning, wake up early, go to pray and, 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 and ask for help. And this is hard. This is hard to do. But like I said before, you're going to have to start eventually. You're either going to start by choice or you're going to start by force. God forbid someone's going to get sick and now you really need to go pray for them. You're going to start to lose money. Now you really need to go pray for money. You don't want that. You don't want to do it by force. Do it now. You're going to put in the work with God or you're going to put in the work with the therapist. You pick. But I bet to me and to everyone else watching, you're going to want to put in that work with God. Because then you could build a relationship with Him. Remember, when you build a relationship with God, you're not going to have to introduce yourself to Him when there's a problem. And everyone's on their own level. You know, no one has permission to go and judge other people and say, oh, you do this, you do that. Hey, hey, hey. If Hashem doesn't judge, why are you judging? It doesn't make you a religious person to judge other people. That makes you a judgmental person and does not make you a religious person. What makes a person good and a good man or a good woman is to do good things. You're not a good person because you don't kill and you don't steal and you don't rape and you don't rob and you don't, you know... Uh, Keep your mouth shut. No, it makes you a good person to actually say good about other people, to go out and do good things, to make, to create, to shed more light into the world. Because your soul has so much light inside of it that needs to be spread. And it's your responsibility to go and spread that light. Because if you keep that light to yourself, you're not doing good for the world. You're just taking your potential and you're being selfish. Take your light and take your capabilities and externalize use it to create more good in the world I know many of the things that I spoke about are hard to hear and it makes you 
just feel like you just just like push it off another day. But I promise you, if you're listening to this, if you go right now and you make a decision and you write it down that you're going to do it, it's going to be hard as hell to do, but you're going to feel really good afterwards. Remember, you have to meet the difficulty at its face and overcome it. Because at the other side of a difficulty is a really good feeling. It's like, it's almost like a dopamine rush. Or serotonin, I think, is the right way. Serotonin is like a healthy version of dopamine. Dopamine is like quick and easy. Serotonin is happiness. Serotonin is the feeling you get when you really work hard for something and you achieve it. You can open up your phone and you could look at something inappropriate and you could do something to yourself and you're going to feel good for a couple seconds. But you can get up, face reality, go out there, make something happen and imagine how good you're going to feel in that moment. When everybody else around you is sinking in their problems and depression and choosing to be a little kid, you actually did something. Imagine how good you're going to feel when you overcome yourself. Imagine how good you're going to feel when you overcome yourself. Because the one person that we all lose the battle to is ourselves. The key is to introspect and to learn where do I fall? How can I defeat myself and become a better version of myself? How can I win the war with myself on a daily basis? How do I do it? Where do I start? What's wrong with me? Where do I sometimes speak improper? When do I sleep late? Did I go out late the other night? When do I mistreat people? Maybe it's after work. So maybe before I come home, I should meditate in the car for a bit or talk to Hashem for a couple minutes. Maybe after a long day, instead of calling someone and venting to them about it, maybe I should meditate and deal with it on my own. So that way, when I speak to my friend, I could be able to actually hear their problems instead of venting out mine. There's always a way to look at life in a different way. Sometimes we could be so caught up in our issues that we can't even see that we have an issue to begin with because we're so, we're so in, in the issue. You know, remember, every decision you make in life, every decision you make in every active moment, you're either going towards gain or escaping pain. And you should write this down. Every decision you make in life is going towards gain, which means that it's a healthy decision and it's going to make you build yourself up and grow or you're escaping pain. Now, let's let's think about this for a second. Is going to a club going towards gain or escaping pain? You know the answer. Thank God. Is waking up early going to and going to pray, is that going towards gain or escaping pain? Aha. You see? Every decision we make, you're going towards gain or escaping pain. Now, you might ask me, but what if what if I don't know if it's going towards gain or escaping pain? What if I don't really feel either at that moment? If you don't know either at that moment, the chances are you're probably going towards gain because sometimes you may not see the actual gain in your face. Sometimes it takes time to see the gain. You know, sometimes it takes time to see that gain. Um, I think we covered a lot. Um, Be'ezrat Hashem, I want to wish everybody listening to this podcast that we're going to be able to realize that life is hard and that we have a lot to fix. I want to give a blessing to everyone that we should be strong enough to overcome the battle with ourselves and to find meaning in our suffering. And... 
to utilize spirituality and religion and God to not only make our lives a better place, but to make the lives of the people around us a better place. Because the happier that we are is the happier that our surroundings are going to be. Uh, the Chafetz Chaim, who was the author of Sefirat Lashon, which is the books in Lashon Hara on, on, on negative gossip, he, he, he said, I want to change the world. So he set out on a journey to change the world. He set out on this journey and he wasn't successful. Now he set out, okay, you know what? I can't change the world, so let me change my country. He set out on the journey to change his country. He tried and he wasn't successful. I can't change my country, let me change my city. So he set out, I'm gonna go change my city. Everyone in my city, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help them. It wasn't successful. He said, you know what? Let me change the people in my town, my small town, a couple thousand people, let me try. Set out, wasn't successful. Let me change the people on my block. Tried, was not successful. Let me change my neighbor for God's sake. One person, the person that lives next to me, let me try to help him. He tried and he was not successful. So he said, after this long voyage, let me try to change myself and see what happens. When the Chafetz Chaim changed himself, that's when the world changed. He tried everything. But the real way to change the world and to make it a better place is to change yourself. Because if your way of helping people is, is negatively impacting you, it's not you're, not, you're not doing good for the world. The only way to do good for the world is if you're smiling every day and if you're doing things to maintain that smile. And it's as simple as a smile. You have a, a unique smile that nobody else has besides you. And you're unique and it's beautiful. And you should recognize that. And you should say, hey, only way for me to make this world a better place is by helping myself. Because the longer that I don't help myself is the longer that the world is, is going to sustain itself without me in it. And, and that's a very scary thought to have. We all want to make the world a better place, but that starts with changing ourselves. The more that we change ourselves is the more that we change the world. And the more that you change yourself is the more that you change the world. So I want to give a blessing to all the listeners that we shall be able to change ourselves and change the world and make the world a brighter place and to make our lives a brighter place. But Ezrat Hashem, we shall all be successful. And whoever is having a really hard time in life and has it hard, feel free to DM me on Instagram. We could talk and we could figure it out. I promise you every problem has a solution because if there, there's no such thing as a problem without a solution. And I bless all of you to overcome your difficult times and to make a better, brighter you and a better, brighter tomorrow and a better, brighter today. Bezrat Hashem. Amen.